This podcast is brought to you by Pastor Stormy Swan and Faith Christian Family Church of Lubbock, Texas. For more information, please visit faithchurchlubbock.com. Well, we've been talking about the trajectory of faith, and so we'll hit that again tonight. Let me just give you a quick couple announcements here. One is tonight, after the service, we're going to have a, a fundraiser there at Sheridan's on between 82nd and Slide and Quaker. Uh, for, for our women's retreat, and it's big. There's a lot of women that desire to go, but they need help financially, so we appreciate you to do that. And so after the service, you can come out there. I'm going to be there. You know, it's biblical to eat some ice cream. I'm going to work on the role of the pastor, and so we can go and do that, and we'll have a little fellowship. So I invite all of you to that. Okay, go with me the book of, of Romans chapter 10. Romans 10. And any time... We have the opportunity to walk in the destiny of God. It takes ones that we are diligent, we are faithful, even in the very little things in life. Understand this with the kingdom of God. There are no drive-through breakthroughs. See, a lot of times as human beings, we want to do things that are the easiest. It's interesting that the apostle Paul said, fight the good fight of faith. There's times I'm going to have to fight for some things. And so that's the same even in the area of faith. Now, I'm going to review here with you a minute. The key to the blessings, if I want the blessings of God in my life, I've got to have the presence of God in my life. Anytime you're in the presence of God, there's going to be blessings, spirit, soul, and body. What's the key to the presence of God? The presence of God will come upon me when I obey God. What's the key to obeying God is I got to get into faith or I got to believe the word. The reason that I act on the word of God is because I believe the word of God. And so every bit of that happens with faith. Now, Hebrews eleven six says it's impossible to please him. So let me ask you the question tonight. What is faith? What is faith? And so we're going to look at that and even to the area of how do I get faith. Romans 10 verse 17. So then, faith comes by hearing. Now, there's a quick nugget for every one of us. Faith comes by hearing. It did not say faith comes by obeying. It says right here, faith comes by hearing. Hearing what? So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. It doesn't say faith comes from having heard the word of God. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. So I need to hear the word of God the rest of my life. I believe this, that when we hear the word of God, faith comes. And when faith comes, it begins to starve our doubts. But right here, he gives us the, the insight here. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. So when I hear the word of God, when you hear the word of God, faith comes. Faith shows up. It's not obedience that produces faith, but rather faith produces obedience. So what happens is I hear the word of God, and I hear the word of God, and all of a sudden something starts getting in my heart. And before long, I believe what I'm hearing, and because I believe what I'm hearing, then I act on the Word of God. But we must understand here, faith comes by hearing. 
So we go back to how every one of us get born again. We hear scriptures on salvation. We hear scriptures on to get born again. How do I get born again? I believe in the word of God that I heard, and therefore I act on the word of God. And because I act on the word of God, salvation comes. Now, I I can rewind this that I, I can go back 35 years ago, 30 years ago. And even in the area of tithing, I begin to look at that, and I said, that's crazy. That's one of the craziest things I've ever heard. It doesn't make sense. Understand this about the Word of God. The Word of God is not to make common sense. It's not logic. It's not reason. But I still got to obey it. So I begin to look at the Scripture. Me and Shelley would sit down, and we would look, and we'd look, and we'd look, and we'd begin to read the verses. We'd read the verses. We'd read the verses. And before long, we came into agreement and we said, we believe that. I, I believe God will open the windows of heaven. I believe God will bless me. But in order for that to happen, I've got to act on the word of God that I heard. That's the same for every one of us in this area right here. And so I get the word and I get the word and I get the word and I get the word. So really when I hear this, the Word of God needs to be like a daily vitamin for every one of us. And I'm not telling you you got to read the whole Bible every day. I believe this with all my heart. God looks for quality instead of quantity. How many of you have ever read a chapter of the Bible and after you read it you think, I don't have a clue what any of that said. <laughs> I, I do that all the time. So what I end up doing is I slow down. And I said, Lord, teach me here. Let me see things. Let me see things. Inviting men even into your study. And before long, you start reading the Word of God. And again, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out the Word of God. I graduated from Clovis High School. If the Word of God can work, it'll work, okay? I'm telling you, you can understand it. Go with me to the book of James, chapter number 1. James chapter 1. So, how does faith come? By hearing and hearing by the Word of God. The more the Word of God I hear, the more faith's going to come. And what's interesting about that passage we just read, it didn't say who you had to hear the Word of God from. Actually, right now, you're hearing the Word of God. You can hear yourself. That's why at times you need to read the Bible out loud where you hear. You hear yourself. And so again, you can get the dose of the Word of God as long as you're hearing it. Hear it, hear it, hear Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. James 1, verse 22. But be doers of the word. But be doers of the word. And not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Now, it's interesting right here that this is what he says. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. So he mentions hearing in here. And if you get what he says there, the hearing is the first thing. He said, be doers of the word and not hearers only. So what happens is I hear the word and then I do the word. But he gives us an insight and he tells me right here, be doers of the word and not hearers only. Because if I just hear the word and I never act on the word, then it deceives me. That things aren't going to happen like I, I desire. So again... The more of the word that I hear, the more faith I have. 
And the more faith I have, it will put in more of a desire for me to obey and live by the word. The reason people aren't doers of the word is because they don't have faith. How do I get faith? I got to get into the word. I got to get in the word and I got to stay in the word. And actually this begins to to take place here where you say, I'm going to act on the word of God. I'm going to do the word of God. Now, this is interesting, this this whole passage here, but for time's sake, jump with me to verse 25, same chapter. It says, but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty, the perfect law of liberty is the word of God. So he who looks at the word of God and continues in it. See, guys, I got to stay in the word of God. I got to keep doing the word of God. I got to keep hearing the word, he who continues in it. And is not a forgetful hearer. Not only do I hear the word of God, I heed the word of God. But a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. And so again, the implanted word of God has got to get on the inside of me. But he tells us right here that the one who does this, he will be blessed. That's me and you. We're going to be ultimately blessed when we hear and we do the word. Now, I want you to go all the way back into the Old Testament, the book of Joshua, chapter 1. Joshua, chapter 1. And as you're turning there, again, more word equals more faith. More faith gives me the desire to obey. The more I obey, the more the presence of the Lord I'm going to be in. The more the presence of the Lord I'm going to be in, the more there's going to be blessings. And when I talk about blessings, that's every area of my life. God wants to bless us. Joshua chapter 1. Now, this this passage here will show you how the Word of God will take place in every one of our lives, what we need to do. Joshua 1, begin with me in verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise... Go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I'm giving them, the children of Israel. So Moses, this great man of God, he dies. This guy named Joshua was underneath Moses. He was like Moses' assistant. Now Moses is dead, and the Lord said to him, you the man. It's time for you to rise up, Joshua. It's no longer you living on the coattail of Moses You the man. Verse 3. Every place that the sole of your feet will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses, from the wilderness in this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all of the land of the Hittites to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Verse 6. Be strong and of good courage. This phrase occurs four times in chapter 1. Be strong and of good courage. Be strong in the Lord and good courage. Verse 7. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law or all the word of God, which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left. Now watch this. 
that you may prosper wherever you go. Again, the word prosper or prosperity is a biblical word. God wants us to prosper. Spirit, soul, and body. God wants you to be a happy, happy, happy human being in every area of your life. And so right here, get this. He wants us to prosper. So he's telling Joshua all this, and he's saying, what does this mean for me to prosper? What does this mean for me to be a man who's strong and a good courage? Verse 8, and this will tell us. This book of the law, the word of God, shall not depart out of your mouth. He's telling Joshua, he's saying, listen, buddy, for you to be successful, you've got to get the word of God in your mouth. So you know what he's telling him? Speak the word. Sing the word. Let the word of God come out of your mouth. Matthew 12, 34 says, out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth will speak. If you want to locate yourself, just listen to what you're saying. If you're full of faith, the word of God will come out of you. It will jump out of you. The first thing he says, get the word in your mouth. Then he goes on and says, but you shall meditate in it day and night. Now the question right there, What is it? You will meditate in it. You will meditate on the word of God. The word meditate there means to recite it. To re-speak it. And how often did he say to do that? You will recite the word day and night. Romans 12, 2 says, Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind to the word of God. So right here, he begins to tell me and you, you got to begin to speak the word. And you got to begin to meditate on the word. You got to begin to think on the word. You got to begin to chew on the word. And when you look at what he's telling us right there, it's all centered around the word of God. I hear the word of God, faith's going to come. But something happens when you begin to speak on it and you begin to meditate on it like he said. Now watch watch what the speaking and the meditating on the word will do. Verse 8. And you will meditate on it there in day and night. That you may observe to do all that is written in it. So when you speak the word and you meditate on the word. It's going to ultimately cause you to want to obey the word to do the word. Why will I do the word? Because I begin to believe the word. And when I believe the word, I'll obey the word. And pay close attention to the end result. Watch this. For then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. Every one of us in this room... Can do this right here. Every one of us in this room. Can walk in prosperity. Just like he said. And experience good success. And this is what he was telling. This guy named Joshua. He said Joshua. You got to get a hold of this. 
Speak the word, meditate on the word, do the word, and then you will experience everything that the word of God said. Now, when I begin to look at the things we've heard about, meditating and speaking the word day and night, that faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing, every one of us in this room, we eat ah, usually at least three meals a day with some snacks in between. So what we've developed in our our inner man, our flesh, we like to eat. A lot of times we don't have to be told to eat. You get up in the morning, man, it's a habit. You at lunchtime, man, at noon, you don't even have to see a clock. You can say, man, it's got to be getting close to noon. How do you know that? I'm hungry. And so we feed our natural man three times a day. But understand this. Jesus himself said in Matthew 4, 4, man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So we need to feed on the word of God throughout our life on daily basis. The the man of God years ago named Smith Wigglesworth, he's died and gone to heaven. He would say it this way. We feed our natural man three hot meals a day and we feed our spirit man the inside of us one cold snack a week And we wonder why we're starving spiritually. So in order for this to work right here, I've got to start obeying the word of God. I've got to hear the word of God. I've got to speak the word. That's why the majority of the songs that you hear our praise and worship team sing, it's scripture. It is scripture. I, I go way back. I used to sing scripture all the time. Beloved, let us love one another. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. First John 4, 7 and 8. That's how we begin to memorize a lot of scripture. Again, sing some of these songs that are scripture based. Speak the word out of your mouth over and over and over. Now, I want to give you a biblical illustration of how this all takes place. Go to the book of Mark. Chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. High doses of the Word of God. I'm probably next week going to get into it a little more about how you speak the Word. Faith is spoken. The Word of God is spoken. Do you know the, the definition of the spoken word is a word called rhema? Speak the Word. Why is that so important? You start saying about yourself what the Word of God says. You let that come out of your mouth. Again, they sang that song tonight. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm only moved by the Word of God. Let me give you another illustration for that tonight. Um, The history of my life, and I'm not proud of it, is just the fact that I, I was an alcoholic, was dominated by it. I give my heart to Jesus. But the desire, now this will help some of you, the desire to quit drinking, it was still, or to, for it to leave, it didn't. It was still there. And so for years of my life after I got born again, I was still drinking. I mean, heavy at times. And so even in this area, I, I begin to find Scripture. And, you know, if you've ever been addicted to anything, Sometimes you hate it. I hated it. But the Apostle Paul said this. He said, the very thing that I want, don't want to do, that's what I do. And the thing that I don't want to do, that's what I don't do. That was me. That's probably many of you. 
And so I found in Scripture different things. And the the book of Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. It said, He, Jesus, delivered me out of the power of darkness. So I'm sitting there one day and I'm thinking about that. And I begin to realize, if He's delivered me out of the power of darkness, that's past tense. He's already done that. And so just as He had already died for me on the cross for salvation, it took me receiving it. So what I began to do with Shelly's help and by the Holy Ghost and the grace of God, I had three by five cards. And man, I, I would memorize those things. I would write them. I would look at them. They were on my mirror in the bathroom. They were on the dash of my car. And I carried them for a few weeks. And after that, man, they would just roll out of me. A roll out of me. Uh, Colossians 1, 12, and 13. And so I would go through the day. And I remember shaving. And I'd look at myself in the mirror. And I'd say, Jesus has delivered you out of the power of darkness. And I would say out of my mouth, Jesus has delivered you out of the power of alcohol. Now, you know what I was doing? I was saying what God said about me. And before long, I began to say it. And I could tell it was beginning to take root in me. And the more I would meditate on that word, the more I would hear it, faith started getting birthed in me. And before long, whoo, I tell you, this guy, he started getting set free, and I'd get so tickled what God was doing. And I saw the word of God in my life move just like it did in Joshua, in Joshua 1.8. That he brought prosperity and he brought success into my life in an area. And people would say, what happened to you? And I'd say, Jesus set me free. Jesus set me free. And again, that's for every one of us. I don't care what you're going through in this world, in this life right now. Find scripture and begin to speak it. Hear it, read it, say it over and over again. And before long, it will grow in you. It will attach itself to you. And you'll sense when faith starts coming. You'll look and you'll realize, that's happening in my life. You know what? I I can tell you right now, I'm not going to get where I told you. Let me tell you another area. I'm I'm, I'm, going to let the Word of God create faith in you tonight, okay? Growing up, I I had huge issues with walking in my sleep. I I mean, many of you have heard this bizarre stuff. I mean, bizarre, crazy. I could get out of houses. You could have 10 deadbolts. I'd get out. I I was like Spider-Man one night and went from the second floor down. I still don't know how I did it. But I'd get out, and man, I mean, just crazy stuff. And before long, it, it it got... demonic. I mean, when you wake up and have a knife in your hand and your wife's screaming at you, and I'm looking at her like, what is going on? So I realized, well, you got to help me. you got to help me. So I began to dig in the scriptures. I said, God's got something to tell me about sleep. And I found it. I found it on numerous, and, and this will roll out of me because of all the years I quoted it and meditated. I remembered, listen, listen. Then you will make your way prosperous and then you'll have good success. So again, this isn't just because God really likes me and not you. He likes you. So it's the same way. The word of God will work for any one of us. So I found in Psalms 127 too, Psalms 4 and 8, Proverbs 3, 24, almost every one of them said the identical thing. He gives his beloved sweet and peaceful, 
peaceful sleep. So I would begin to look at it and I'd begin to meditate. I'd begin to read it and I'd begin to hear it. And I would say, Father God, you promised your beloved. That's me. I'm your beloved. You said you would give me sweet and peaceful sleep. So I begin just to say, I thank you, Father God. When I go to sleep at night, I have sweet and peaceful sleep. And some of you say, and man, instantly it happened. No, it didn't happen instantly. Fight the good fight of faith. You got to stand. You can't, you stand. You keep standing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. And I keep hearing it until faith comes on the inside of me. When faith comes on the inside of me, I'm going to act on it because I believe it. And I act because I know God promised it. And when God promised it, it's going to happen. So I begin to speak it. I begin to speak it. I begin to speak it. And oh, my goodness. I sleep like a baby. I crawl in bed now. Shelly will say, I can't believe it. you. You can fall asleep in 30 seconds. If I get still, I'm out. That's why I'm always moving. When you see me awake, I'm always moving. I got to, and I'll fall asleep. I, I, I get up, and this is one of the blessings of getting into your 50s. You have a trip to the bathroom more than you like on nights. And I say, Father God, I'm going to go right back to sleep in the name of Jesus. You promised me sweet and peaceful sleep, even when i got to get up and go to the bathroom. And so, guys, I just begin to speak the word of God. Speak the word of God over your children. Speak the word over their sleep. Speak the things of God out of your mouth. Now, remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. You keep hearing the word, and I'm telling you, what happens in the natural when you begin to lift weights? You start lifting weights, and when you go in there, you got these little spaghetti arms. But you stay with it, even if all you're doing is lifting the, par, the bar. Before long, you get, you get this, little, this little mouse on your arm. It's a little bitty dude. You stay with it, and I'm going to tell you, before long, I'll say, man, you look like Pie Pie. Well, see, even spiritually, something begins to happen on the inside of us where you begin to sense faith is arising on me on the inside. I, I believe in God. I'm trusting God. And I don't do it out of my abilities. I do it because the Word of God will never change. The Word of God cannot return void. And so your homework assignment, hear the Word of God. Hear the word of God. Begin to speak the word of God. Begin to say what the word of God says about you. And make it an expression of faith. Woo, Father God. That's why I said earlier, it's important. Just, God, you're my redeemer. You're my redeemer. Psalms 107 says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I tell you, it's powerful to walk around and say, I'm the redeemed of the Lord. Can I tell you? I'm the redeemed of the Lord. You know why I'm the redeemed? Because the Bible said I'm the redeemed of the Lord. And so it's the same for every one of us. Get this in your heart. This is just a small area of, of the trajectory of faith. Now, I promise you, when we come back next week, same bat time, same bat channel, we're going to Mark 5. Some of you young ones don't even know what that means. I, that's an old Batman statement, okay? That was the real Batman, the real Bruce Wayne. We're going to go to Mark 5 next week, and I, I tell you, some of this stuff will set us free in certain areas of life. 
And th- this is so strong in me right now. I really debate to speak on this on a couple Sundays from now. To get this on the inside where people begin to see our God is not only the God of salvation. He's the God of victory. He's the God of deliverance. I mean, every bit of that. I think what's happened is we've, we've cut ourselves short. We've cut ourselves short. And so to a degree, when we do that, it's as if we've treated Jesus that what he did for every one of us, he did it in vain. I tell you, when he died on that cross, he paid a huge price, not just for our salvation. Thank you for listening today. For more information, please visit faithchurchlubbock.com.